This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. J.D. Hey, Bo. Good evening, dude. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm doing well. It's been a, a super busy day here at the shop. Yeah, I, I keep being surprised at uh, you know. Generally, this is our slowest time of the year, and uh, and and it's been busy for us. It's Man. been really busy, so we're uh, we're very thankful. And uh, the shop was full of uh, pipe pipe folk today, and. Uh, we're very happy. Yeah, That's yeah. Things good. are things are going good, man. What's what's happening with you? Oh, you know, staying busy. Uh, about to uh, to get out a little bit on the on the road here. Um, traveling where, around. Where are you going? Uh, you know, I'm going to a couple of different places, but I, I'm I'm off the grid a little bit for about a for about a week here. Nice. Uh, yeah. Oh, nice. But That's great. the big thing is we're we're getting ready uh, to take Satchel on the road to Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, later in next month, or I guess by the time this goes out uh, on the podcast, anyway, it'll be this month. So, yeah, September. Yeah, yeah. late and, September. And, and you'll notice I'm wearing my beautiful satchel T-shirt. Man, today. thank you so much. Look, uh, vin- vintage uh, cream color with the with the orange logo. Yeah, it's very becoming of me. Man, I think it, I think I think you do it justice, man. It's a, it's a great looking uh, great looking shirt on a great looking guy. There you go. Mm. All right, so here's the deal. You're such a bad liar. <laughs> I'll be in L.A. Uh, late September, uh, and uh, I think also San Francisco somewhere in that. So at some point, hopefully, we'll be be able to do some sort of uh, meetup. So if you're either in the Los Angeles or the San Francisco area you smoke a pipe you want to get together yeah, yeah. uh reach out to me let me know we'll have more details coming out later uh but yeah i'm, I'm really looking forward to that That's exciting. really really cool uh, uh pipe shops around the san francisco area uh some uh, there used to be some incredibly historic pipe shops in san francisco but uh in the city proper but i i think most of them due to uh, uh you know extremely i mean you can imagine the extremely strict laws that might come sure. you know, ordinances in, in a in a place like san francisco just kind of with the culture um, you know that most of those places have been forced to shut down. I think up until recently they had some 150 uh, year old tobacco shops there wow. uh, in, in central San Francisco. Really, really special. Well, they so, did, they didn't all but, convert uh, to uh, to glass pipes. And, uh, it, they didn't. They'd probably okay. still be in business if yeah. they uh, if they did. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. But yeah. Anyway, so I know there's a there's a great pipe community out there. Looking forward to meeting some of y'all. And hey, speaking of meeting some of y'all, we got some stuff coming up on the horizon here. Uh, October 22nd, New Orleans. Country Squire Radio Live. Now, yeah, dude, it's exciting. We've encouraged a lot of you guys on uh, on various uh, channels, on thispipelife.com, on Reddit and everything. We put it out on Facebook. We've got an event. Uh, hey, look, you want to come down to New Orleans at some point, you definitely do. This is a great time to do it. October, there's no better time. October 22nd, it's going to be a fun weekend of just meeting up, fellowship, enjoying the pipe. We're going to be recording a podcast while we're there, which yep. we, uh, we hope that you will want to sit in on. And... Uh, we will be having a long smoke competition as well. Yeah. That's the new tidbit, I suppose. That's the new thing. Uh, for, okay, for good. This, for this week to, good. Uh, to announce. So um, more details on that to come, but it'll be the Magnola uh, annual pipes, uh, long smoke competition. Yeah, okay. Uh, between the uh, the Jackson Magnolia Pipe Club as well as the uh, New Orleans Pipe Club. The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes Pipe Club, I believe, is what that's, they're called. I think that's the official name. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And so, uh, so you know, the and I won't just be for those two teams. I, you know, obviously, if you're coming down for it, we want you to, to participate as well if you'd like to. So, but those are kind of the sponsoring clubs. Those yeah. are the sponsoring so clubs. It'll be, be it'll be great. We're really excited, and it's a good opportunity to get to New Orleans if you didn't get a chance to go. Uh, last year for the first annual uh, NOLA Pipe Club, and uh, obviously they took a hiatus this year, but but are anticipating coming back in the future. So um, anyway, New Orleans, a uh, really great town. We're going to go out on the town, too. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be great. Do yeah, Frenchman Street, do the quarter, go eat some good food, some seafood, all this kind of stuff. It'll yep. be, uh, I don't know, maybe take a ghost tour. You never know. Hey, it could be awesome. Look, yeah, and hey, for those of you who want to go to Bourbon, I'll point you in the right direction and then bid you adieu. And then, and then uh, walk away. Then head, head back to Frenchman. <laughs> that's that's where I do it, man. You got you to gotta go to Bourbon and get a hand grenade, though. You say that's At least one. You you got to go to that go, that goes against everything you believe Absolutely about New Orleans. Everything I believe. A, a hand grenade. Let's see. I, I was about to say what liquors I think. No, that, no, I think I think they put in hand grenade. But the real the real thing to say is what do they not put in a hand grenade? If you're it a sorority like a girl up and you Ranger. just happen to be there on on vacation with some of your lady friends, yeah, you know, it's I think a hand grenade is fine for for sorority girls, and, and you know you enjoy it. So by the transfer so, property. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. <laughs> 
you know, I'm there is kidding. all that. I'm just It'll kidding. be a great time. Y'all come. Yeah, absolutely. Going to be going to be a blast. October 22nd. Be, make plans. Be there. Uh, also coming up, we've got uh, some great things on the horizon for the the uh, traditional show proper here. We've got a pipe culture episode on the horizon yeah. the next couple of weeks. You know, pipe culture episodes are really special. It's a time for us to kind of open up the mics and kind of turn them back on you guys. Let you guys send in your stories, your thoughts on things going on within the, the culture that surrounds the pipes. And the subject matter is going to be pets. Uh, do you pets? have a, yeah, wow? Yeah, do you have a pet? Like that. Yeah. Do you incorporate your pet into kind of your uh, your pipe smoking? Your, your pipe ritual? Yeah, I do mean, you let your pet smoke your pipe. And well, I don't know about that. Although there are those, <laughs> you've seen those pictures of, like the bulldog smoking the bulldog. No, no, I like that. Yeah, yeah. You, you see it. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's kind of the mindset. You know, a lot of folks uh, have pets. They've got special relationship with them, and a lot of times, the only time that somebody can actually sit down and just kind of pat their dog is when they're sitting down with their. Yeah, pet. Yeah, I, I will say, and you know, we'll talk about this more uh, at length on the show when we do that. But uh, yeah, it's some of the most quality time I think I have with Penny, my uh, American Brittany, you know, is a um, is is while I'm puffing the pipe, yeah. particularly on the porch. Yeah. Yep. So we're looking forward to getting in your stories. We've already gotten a few in and uh, looking forward to getting a few more that'll be in the coming weeks, uh, but not next week, because next yeah. week we've got a very special interview lined up. Uh, we teased this out last week, I believe, but uh, Max Stokeby. Yeah, that's right. So we're really looking forward to putting that out. Uh, with Along with that episode, though, there will be no live show next week. Right. Uh, so we'll return the following week. I believe that's actually on Labor Day. So uh, yeah, that's right. We will not be joining you live on Labor Day, but on Labor Day. we'll have a podcast episode out that week. Yeah. Yeah. So, Generally uh, comes out a couple days later. Oh yeah. Well, it's Wednesday. Yeah. Every single Wednesday we got the podcast yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. We, we encourage you to be there. But yeah. That's uh, that's all the housekeeping that uh, I think I got done. Well, that's most of it. Um, I, I wanted to ask, you know, we had a Squire Select last week. That's right. And it, and it was a great episode. But Did I, we have a Squire Select last week? Was that, wasn't that last week? No, it was Tobacco Talk. No, it was Tobacco Talk. It that's was, right. It was either, it, it must it, but it was last week that that maybe you had a, a couple of a couple of klutz spillages. Maybe See, this and, is and why I, you think it was a squire select because well, there was whiskey involved. I did spill it several times, but I was not drunk multiple times. I no, didn't. no, you weren't. I don't think you were intoxicated at all. But I, got one I, I wanted to ask with our uh, uh, live audience, kind of in you know uh, in cahoots <laughs> with us. How, how is your equipment doing? Did, did, did we no. have any, do we have any permanent damage or anything? Uh, no, everything seems to be doing okay. Yeah, I did. I okay. did toss out. Actually, somebody suggested I put my mouse pad, which we showed on the show, was like drenched with all the whiskey. <laughs> it was foul. Somebody suggested we. <laughs> put that up on ebay and uh it was after i had already thrown it away oh, that, <laughs> so, we could have raffled that off yeah. for uh you know i don't know some uh recovery group or something new, that, new that's, uh that's low class no no, no 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 we, we could have offered it off and used the proceeds to uh purchase a new mouse pad. purchase a new mouse pad. Would yeah it wouldn't take much wouldn't take much <laughs> I, I will say i i believe it was my uh sweet mother uh, actually suggested that you you move the uh the 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 drink that you're sipping on that evening to the to the back behind you there. So we're, we're, uh, tonight trying out a new, uh, bow rhythm thing where he <laughs> right. puts his opened, uh, open drink behind him. Behind me. And, and that way, if he spills it, you know, it, it's, it, it'll, uh, just get kind of the, the counter back there, but not a not all this fancy equipment. So. I think I think we'll be okay. I yeah. think uh, thank you for yeah, that, Mrs. Cole. We're gonna work on that. This yeah. is this is the next step after this. If I fail here, well, then it's sippy cup city. You just like to talk with your hands. You I know? do like yeah. to talk. With I my mean, hands. you're you're very animated, and so I mean, we want you to we want you to continue doing that. We also want you to feel <laughs> uh, free to have a, a a drink on air. You know, if if, if you desire. So it's important, um, man. Um, yeah, gotta, and, we, and we really don't want you to waste any uh, you know extremely expensive whiskey anymore. <laughs> that that'd be great. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> if we're drinking whiskey, if we're drinking beer, and of course if we're drinking coffee we want to make sure we don't waste it especially because that's right when we're drinking coffee you know what we're drinking bean fruit bean fruit coffee that's right we actually got a bag of it right here for the live show <laughs> bean fruit coffee man if you haven't checked it out you absolutely must if you go to beanfruit.com today you can see all of the different uh, roasts they have I, do you call it a roast or a blend because i know you roast the coffee yeah i think i think roast for his stuff is more appropriate i, I don't think he does any flavored stuff now i don't again i'm not a the biggest coffee nerd uh, so uh, I could be wrong on that, but I, I think this is a roast. Man, he's really big about like the beans too, like where where he gets them from and what the story is behind them. It's it's really uh, fascinating yeah. to hear Paul talk about uh, his exceptional exceptional blends, his exceptional roasts. Yeah, uh, beanfruit.com, the place to go to uh, to absolutely get it and use the code CSR because not only do you get yourself 5% off, which is awesome, but you also help support this podcast when you do it. That's so, right. Uh, again, beanfruit.com code is CSR. Now tonight we, uh, we have a really fun topic. We do. Be talking we about. do. And now this is, we're, we're going to be uh, talking about a, a, a segment of the pipe community, a, uh, a niche 
a um yeah that's right yeah i mean a group within a group you know that's the thing it's a subgroup within a subgroup within a subgroup right yeah yeah and so uh, <laughs> and, and and pipe smoking is kind of a subgroup anyway exactly right and so that's the thing we'll, we'll be talking about the this uh this group which i'm about to actually say out loud here uh, and that I was unaware of up until extremely recently, and that is the group of folks yeah. who like to customize their corncob pipes. That's right. Uh, typically Missouri Meerschaum pipes. That's right. Uh, and in some cases, exclusively Missouri Meerschaum pipes. But basically, they take these pipes and they do their own kind of twist custom job on it. That's right. Now, I first had one of these when uh, a listener, uh, Mark Flucher, I believe, yeah, uh, sent in a Missouri Meerschaum pipe that he had actually customized. And it was kind of made, customized really so you could go fishing with it. Yeah, it was right? really cool looking pipe. I've, I've actually, yeah. whenever we do um, you know, the pipe shows, it's one of the pipes I bring with me just to show to people because I think it's so cool. Yeah. I remember actually uh, showing it to uh, Phil from Missouri Meerschaum. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's one of your pipes, but look what somebody else did to it. And then I thought about <laughs> it after the fact, like, oh, is that is that weird that I showed him, like, you made this pipe, but then somebody took it and then like yeah modified it did stuff to it but yeah. modified missouri meerschaums is something that missouri meerschaum is very familiar with and actually very much supportive of and and, and i think that's the beauty of this you know of course uh missouri meerschaum friend of the show sponsor that's no secret we love them and, and believe in everything they do but um wh- what's great about it is phil and the folks there are really for this. They're really pro uh, customizing Missouri Meerschaum pipes because they know uh, they make a product that's affordable. Uh, you know, it, it, the quality's good, especially for the price you pay and all that kind of stuff. But um, it gives folks the opportunity to make their pipe experience that much more unique to them, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 with pipe smoking anyway, it's all super about uh, the personalized experience. That's what's great is, oh, yeah. uh, you know, you, you get to choose the pipe you smoke out of. You get to uh, blend your own tobacco if you want to. Uh, you know, you can mix different types of tobacco together, or add something to it. You can uh, put a new stem on your pipe or change your pipe in some way. And, and, and the easiest route to do that is with the, you know, with the corncob pipe. Yeah, it makes some sense. Okay, so doing kind of a custom job. I mean, what, what is the phraseology here yeah well most people just call it a, a custom corn cob custom yeah. corn cob and uh or, or modified corn cob but yeah you've got you've got a lot of folks that do this and of course if you think about the you know how this may have gotten started cobs have been around forever in america and 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 there's a rich tradition of folks doing this because you know cobs are um they are affordable but they also i mean it's it's basically a plant that's a vegetable <laughs> you know that we turn into a pipe um and and so you know there's a lot of uh easy ways that you can go about kind of changing these things up you know whether it be uh color or stem work or you know other modifications that we'll we'll get into later but um so there's a long tradition of this and you think some of it probably started uh when folks you know maybe they had a a pipe uh, you know, the uh, shank fell off of it or the stem right, got yeah. loose or something like that. You even see this with briar pipes. Mm-hmm. You know, folks will uh, creatively uh, extend the life of their pipe over <laughs> over time. And so, uh, you know, that's probably how some of this started. And eventually you've got it that kind of uh, evolves into, well, let's do this, you know, for fun anyway and kind of make it a cool experience. So um, so that that's that's kind of what we're what we're talking about tonight. But again, most people are going to use a, a Missouri Meerschaum pipe. They are easy to modify, and part of the reason for that is that if you have never owned a corncob pipe, you'll when you when you do finally get one, you'll realize that each piece of the pipe is actually a different piece. It's unlike a briar pipe where the entire you know bowl stummel of the pipe is one unit. You know, you've got the bowl. And then you've got the shank, right? And then you've got the stem, and each those are all three different pieces right, in a right, cob right, pipe. Right. The, the shank is a different piece than the corn than the cob itself, right? Um, and 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 then also with a lot of corn cob pipes, you know, uh, they sell them varnished, where they've kind of put this, uh, you know, shiny varnish on it to just make it look real finished. But then they also make a lot of them that are uh, left natural and kind of a rustic, almost like you just, uh, you, you know, you ate a you ate a. <laughs> You just got done eating the corn. You just got eat, yeah, done yeah, eating yeah. the corn, right? Maybe let the cob dry outside for a few days, and like it's just kind of this raw, uh, rough look. Right, the, right. Yeah, so it's 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 kind of cool, and a lot of times <laughs> those, uh, you know, different textures on the outside will just add this extra element of interest to it. Yeah, but, I remember when we were at uh, Celtic Fest one year. Yeah. Uh, Briar, uh, who we've mentioned on the show before, but his his brother was sitting there literally carving. Uh, a corn cob, and he actually—it was a pretty decent-looking corn cob. I was like, "Man, where did you get it?" He's like, "I just found it over there." <laughs> it was like the horses had been eating the corn, and they just—you know—the the cobs were just kind of out in the field. 
And I was like, oh, that's that's kind of disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this just well, this was in a thoroughbred's mouth like right. three minutes ago. But right, yeah, right. I'm gonna carbon smoke out of it. It'll, it'll, it'll be great. Um, yeah. So so cobs are real versatile because they've got all these different uh, you know pieces that are kind of not necessarily interchangeable, but at least they can kind of come apart and be replaced easily. Right. So um, and, and then also on a cob pipe, typically uh, the stems are a very standard size. So if you you know, go into it you can kind of have a good idea of what your um you know what your stem is the diameter and all that of the tenon are, are going to be in case you want to you know modify the stem put a new stem on it or or things like that so um anyway the simplest form of, of customization that we see um you know obviously is uh is just painting the pipe you know a lot of folks just just like to paint the pipe and hey you know you never know how this kind of thing gets started but painting the exterior of it you know you're not really doing anything to affect uh the smoking quality of it it may you know it may make the pipe retain a little more heat or or something of that nature but a lot of folks just like to paint the uh entire exterior of it they'll paint uh you know they'll paint it all one color they'll paint the stem or or the shank and the bowl different colors yeah Uh, you see a lot of folks that they'll do like their favorite sports teams a lot of college logos and stuff on there like that um some of my favorites are actually pipes that uh you kind of see this in reclaimed furniture that a lot of folks do they'll they'll paint a piece of furniture and then they'll distress it so that it looks like uh you know you'll kind of have these little rough spots on it that have been sanded off and so a lot of folks they'll actually paint the cob uh but then turn around distress parts of it so it looks like it's kind of even more vintage and unique (laughs) they'll tell i don't know if they use like a brillo pad or a you know sandpaper or what but uh just kind of a neat idea that you know it's in i look at missouri meerschaum pipes and i see a work of art some people look at it they see a canvas yeah you know like and and, you know it's interesting because you mentioned of course some people will paint it completely some people will paint logos or, or do different things yeah i've seen some that actually like there's like an entire scene, like a like a like that's you, right. There's grass and a sky, and there's like a farmer and a cow, or a deer like, or something. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. directly like right there, but coated in this paint. Yeah, I, I gotta imagine. I mean, like you said, apparently that doesn't cause any smoking issues, but that in my head doesn't understand that. It seems like that would yeah. be a, an issue. Well, and, and it and it might be for some instances. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, you know what type of paints these folks use. You know, if it's a yeah. certain uh, kind of oil based paint, or you know, I imagine you'd want something really durable. Uh, that would hold up to that kind of heat. Um, but at the same time, it, it must breathe uh, well enough for it to smoke, you know, relatively coolly because people do it so often and uh, and, and even sell these pipes too. Well, okay. So if, if the pipe is coated, because I'm, I'm going to stick on this for just a second. Yeah, sure. I, I love the concept of being able to like, you know, take the pipe and, and paint it and everything else. And I've seen some of this amazing artwork, but does, does coating it with paint – does it take away some of the corn cobbiness of it? You know what I mean? Because, I mean, we've talked before about how a corn cob pipe breathes so well and how you can yeah. put so many different uh, uh, tobaccos in it. But, I mean, like, you know, a lot of time I think of covering something with paint as kind That's of, right. you know, making well, it airtight to some extent. Yeah, and, and and it makes sense that it probably would. The thing to think about, though, that and, and probably why this isn't as much of an issue as you as you might think it is, mm. uh, is that Missouri Meerschaum itself uh, actually makes varnished pipes. They already come right. out with pipes that do have this varnish on them. Uh, and so in some sense already are kind of sealed. You know? All right. Yeah, right um, so, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, to some extent it probably will change the smoking qualities of it, but you know, it's not unique for um, pipes to even come factory made in, in similar ways. It might not be uh, paint that you go uh, buy in the paint department at Home Depot or something, but you know, it is kind of a varnish that's on there that would probably have a similar uh, effect on the smoking quality, I, I would think. Man. Yeah. Um, there, there's a couple of uh, a good places you can go to look at these. And if you're listening, I'd, I'd highly recommend you check these out. I'm going to um, go through each each different kind of category we go through. But with the pipes that are painted, um, there's some really good artists that do this kind of stuff online. And I'd, I'd point you to a couple places. Um, the, the, the first one is um, on Pinterest, actually. It's Custom Corn Cob Pipes by CJ. And um, if you if you'll go search for that on Pinterest, beautiful corn cob pipe. She does a lot of uh, or CJ, uh, whoever this is, does a lot of um, you know sports logos, uh, kind of pastoral scenes, uh, you know things things of that nature. Uh, huh. You know simple designs, but uh, something you could go check out on Pinterest and uh, lots of um, you know uh, fish uh, fishing scenes, an eyeball horseback stuff. Yeah, you've got some. Uh, 
you know, kind of uh, retro art, uh, like that sun kind of feature that that's there. So um, those are really nice. Uh, one that I'm I'm really excited to point you to, and, and I hope you all go check out is uh, is Candy's Custom Cobs, and you can find her on Facebook actually. Uh, Candy, uh, who I've never met. Uh, but she takes corn cobs and will paint uh, again, similar to what CJ does on Pinterest. But uh, it, it Candy does these incredible uh, designs that really just Ooh. show off, you know, the pipe, but also historic works of art, which I think are amazing. Uh, one of our customers here, actually at the Squire, a, a local friend, Ron Dill, um, he actually had uh, Candy paint him a pipe uh, that had the scream from Vincent Van Gogh painted on it you showed me that and it's incredible yeah Yeah, it's it's just incredible so uh you know she she does custom work she actually and i think bo's looking at it now she took a corn cob and painted it with the artwork that you find on the Frogmorton tin. Oh my gosh! And, and she's done several of these, so you can actually go and uh, and have a, a a custom corn cob pipe that has the Frogmorton tin artwork on it. Which uh, which I don't know if the folks at McClellan know about that, but I'm sure that, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure they'd be really happy about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and uh, and, and she's got a lot of other stuff. So uh, the I, I, one I really like, she features uh, some Americana stuff with uh, bald eagles and American flags, and <gasps> uh, the Gadsden flag is really cool. There's yeah. Uh, there's a pi- there's a skull pirate? and bones pipe yeah. pirate pirate pipe yeah so uh, <gasps> there's a Darth Vader st- one there is look at that there is that's it's, awesome and we will of yeah. course we'll 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 take we'll link to this we'll share her stuff and, and yeah. link to that on the Facebook page too yeah. so that you'll be able to take a look at it but yeah oh my gosh so but that that's kind of the first line of folks that you know will customize these corn cob pipes and you can see on the Darth Vader one she's actually kind of uh, almost rusticated the top of the yeah. bowl there a little bit just to make it look a little a uh, little little more rustic but um, anyway some really high quality work that's incredible um, the, the next level of kind of customizing these cob pipes is is to change the shank or the stem on the pipe and, and I'm not just talking about painting it I'm talking about actually changing the the media that you're working with uh, on a pipe you know if you're if you're working with a, a pipe again as we talked about earlier the the shank is removable from a corn cob pipe. It's epoxied in there. You know, there's some glue that's holding it in there. But a lot of times, you know, with a corn cob, it eventually wears out and you can kind of pull it apart. And and if you take a brand new cob, if you work it gently, you can pull it apart without really damaging the, the piece. And so a, a lot of folks will actually, you know, change the shank or the stem of the pipe, uh, you know, without uh, hurting the pipe, obviously uh, embellishing it, making it more beautiful, um, and so, uh, you know, you can do this if you wanted a new stem, just the stem piece, you can actually, uh, find a variety of stems online from, you know, places like Vermont Freehand. Uh, you know, they've got, uh, custom lucite stems and ebonite stems that, that you can order and it, particularly the military style stems where they kind of push in. It's Sink a, in. Yeah, 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 they just kind of plug in without, uh, fitting flush. They're really easy to use on a, on a cob pipe, uh, just because you don't have to worry as much about matching the diameter. But, um, but if you do a flush fit, you know, stem, you can, uh, always get, you know, sanding, like a sanding wheel or a buffing wheel and, and try to take some of that material off yeah. so that it, that it matches. So, um, a really good, uh, really good place to start there. Okay. So I wanted to ask you about that. So the military yeah. style bit, um, are, are those interchangeable as they are? Uh, a lot of them are, yeah. But I will say, you know, different pipes. Uh, now, now on a corn cob pipe, generally they they are because the the pipe. Uh, so many of the corn cob pipes have the exact same standard right. diameter uh, mortise hole that that where the the hole that the tenon plugs into sure. basically. Sure, 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 yeah. Um, but on on other pipes, they're they're not as much. You've got a lot of these uh pipes like a and I call them a military style mount. It's not a you know that that's not really military mounts are have the metal cap on there that kind of allows you to take the pipe apart when it's hot. Um, but what I'm talking about are the push pin uh, mounts where the the stem uh, oh, kind of inserts okay. in there without fitting flush to the pipe. So one so, does not necessarily mean the other. I always thought uh, they went together. Yeah, they they don't always mean the, mean the same thing. That's okay. right. So okay. uh, so you've got uh, pipes like your Nordings, for instance, that uh, you know on the end of the pipe, it's just kind of a a nice uh, freehand rusticated look. But you you know your stem will kind of plug right in there. Whereas the you know Peterson system pipe, it's actually fitted into kind of a nickel mount, right? Uh, that that holds that uh, you know real tightly there. So. Um, but anyway, uh, the, and those diameters can vary. But anyway, a lot of, you know, with that type of push pin tile style 
uh, stem, you've got, you know, opportunity to change the stems there. Um, and you can get that from, you know, any of these pipe uh, carving warehouses like that, like similar to, um, you know, Vermont Freehand or, or something like that. Um, uh, other other things which are really cool, I know a lot of folks like to do, is they'll take a, a corncob pipe as it is, and then they will, um, they'll actually add a, take the stem out and then do a church warden stem on the, on the pipe. And so a lot of times if you have a, you know, church warden pipe that's kind of old and beat up, or, you know, you find just an extra church warden stem sitting around. Right. These church warden stems are good a lot of times about fitting your, uh, your corncob pipe. And so you can take a regular size bowl yeah. and, and, and then fit a, you know, church warden stem onto it. And all of a sudden you've got this, uh, gigantic, uh, church warden you'd plug cob it, pipe. You'd plug it directly into the bowl, though. You wouldn't go into the shank. Uh, no, you go into the shank. Yeah. Oh, you do go into the shank. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. And and that way you've kind of got, you know, this, uh, it's a traditional pipe, but it can be a really long experience. So, um, how does that you're work? You're trying to do geometry. I, right I am now. trying to do geometry because I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking, and maybe it's just because I'm thinking about, you know, typically yeah. in my head, if I conjure up a corncob pipe, even even most Missouri Meerschaum corncob pipes that I personally conjure up yeah. are going to be straight. Kind of straight. They don't yeah. just have straight, obviously. But, yeah. you know, so I think about like a straight pipe shank. That's right. And a with a with a curved with a curved stem, stem right? And just, well, typically, uh, if you think about stems, you know, even looking at this one I've got here, yeah, well, uh, that's a, a, a lot. Pipe, a lot. Of, yeah, this was actually given to me by a uh, listener and good friend Mark VV. Oh uh, man, yeah, right. who uh, who came up recently for uh, our blending class. He lives right. in uh, Louisiana, but um, yeah, great pipe. Um, but but a lot of stems, you know, are are bent at, towards the end of the stem and not necessarily right there where it meets the shank. And so, you know, you can take a church warden style stem and if it's a straight shank, you know, still get kind of a deep bend on it. It might leave the pipe at kind of a funny angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, a, a lot of times you'll you'll still be able to use it, uh, you know, and 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 have a lot of fun using it just okay. as a as a bent pipe like that. See, I was curious if people were actually Doing something with the actual stem itself, like yeah. If they if they were customized the the lucite or the vulcanite, well, or- and, and and you can do that. There's yeah. a lot of different methods, you know, that uh, folks at home, you know, either with a heat gun or there's folks that uh, use boiling water and even the oven, um, you know, can uh, can heat up and modify the shape of their stem. Now you got to really? be careful if you start dealing with heat. Uh, because if you if you melt the stem too much, it can uh, it can actually collapse the airway in there. Ooh, so yeah. you, you know you got to be careful. A lot of folks will leave a, either a kind of wire or a, typically a, a pipe cleaner in there, uh, just so once that starts to get uh, you know kind of more fluid, the 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 stem material won't collapse the airway. Interesting. So, okay. Uh, but okay. yeah, there's all kinds of all kinds of ways you can do that. Um, my, some of my favorite modified corn cobs. Instead of replacing the stem, they replace the shank, and, and and a lot of those folks will actually use bamboo to replace the shank with, and so you got these incredible corncob pipes that had this exquisite looking bamboo uh, that that replaces that that piece, and then and then when I'm when I'm really pleased with is a lot of times they'll paint these pipes on top of that, so you'll have just this wow. really gorgeous painted uh, you know green blue you know, what, whatever vibrant color, but, but that bamboo with the contrasting corn cob is just really, really attractive. That's all, yeah. yeah. What, what is it about bamboo? Cause I mean, bamboo is something you see. Ah, it's so good looking. It's yeah. so good. Look, but I gotta tell you, I'm always so scared of it. Like I'm scared I'm going to break it. Well, it's a little more fragile. And I, I think that leans towards, um, you know, it's smoking a little cooler, which a lot of folks enjoy, but uh, a lot of times you'll see folks, they've uh, reinforced the bamboo with, a um a stainless steel shank, kind of like our friend Two does with the uh, Rocks Pipe Simple Series, right, 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 uh, like the Rhino pipe that you have. Like a, a lot of times, they'll be reinforced with you know stainless steel or something of that nature. Interesting. So, so inside but, the bamboo, yeah, that's right. Interesting. That's right. That okay. way, the bamboo can act more as a, a decorative thing than as a um you know an actual structural thing. Although you've got folks that do use it as a structural yep. thing, and and that you know works out fine. You just kind of have to be have to be a little gentle with it. So. Um, if you want to check out pipes like that, uh, I'd send you to a place called customcorncobs.com. Uh, I'm just kind of providing you with some, you know, places to go to, uh, look at these different ones, but custom corn cobs, they, uh, just have a variety of pipes that, um, you know, they, uh, they paint, but then they also modify in different ways. And, uh, you've got, you know, some of these different, uh, materials that they've used, obviously on the on the shank and on the stem, which I, I think are really cool. So. Yeah, I actually took one of these photos. Uh, I used it kind of to, to as kind of a promotional material, letting people know we're going to yeah. be talking about custom. Pipes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and custom uh, corn cobs specifically. And yeah. yeah, 
You know, it's really interesting because you you hear painted pipe and and maybe that doesn't yeah. necessarily even appeal to you. But once you see it, you're like, wow, that's that's you know, you can immediately see some of the distressed pipes I was talking about. Or yeah, they do some really interesting contrast stains, which I think are are a lot of fun. So um, I like that green one too with the yellow yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, lucite, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's that's a gorgeous pipe. It's not right easy there. being green. Yeah. It's not. Um, and I need a St. Patrick's Day pipe. Although I suppose I yeah. should, you know, get get one of the the actual St. Patrick's. Well, you get like a Peterson or something. They do the green series, yeah, right? They they do. Yeah. yeah, they do. Um so finally I, I want to talk and we'll uh we know we've kind of gone in circles a little bit about this, but I I do I would be um remiss if I did not mention uh you know the deeper level of modifying a corn cob pipe um which is you know kind of the kind of the extreme end which is where you're going to have you know the majority of your more expensive modified corn cobs but um and and this is uh you know exemplified best by our friend Ole Sylvester Oh yeah, Oli. <laughs> you want to talk about extreme modifiers? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Oli, uh, uh, you know, um, monstrosity pipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, good friend of the country squire and uh, really incredible artist. His pipes are very different, and and, and he, you know, he likes that. He likes to be in that kind of uh, you know wheelhouse and niche, and and he, you know, has a very robust market. Oli is one of the nicest people in the pipe industry, and uh, just a super super guy, family guy, just, you know, really, uh, really great to interact with. But he also makes some really interesting pieces that, um, to talk about, you know, a Halloween pipe, like that would be, that would be the pipe oh, for yeah. Halloween. Yeah. But, uh, he's got this, um, series called, and, and they're hard to find a lot of times because, um, you know, it's obviously very limited supply. Only does other stuff for, for, uh, work. So this is a kind of a side thing he does, but, He's got this line of pipes called Monster Maze, and the Maze is a play on words. It's a M A I Z E, of course. The um, which I believe is an Indian word for for corn. For corn, right? Yeah, I, I see what he did there. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was right? pretty, it's good. Pretty, it's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but what what he does with these Monster Maze pipes is he'll actually uh, he'll actually insert other media and and change the nature of the cob itself. So, uh, you know, if you're familiar with some of his other work, he'll put you know, anything from horse hair to bird feathers to saw blades on the side of a pipe. I mean, they all just look crazy. There's a, you know, there's a reason he calls them monstrosity pipes. But <laughs> right, right. Uh, with his Monster Maze series, he's got this uh, kind of trademark thing. He'll take these, uh, what would look like rose thorns or, or maybe even uh, briar, you know, briar spikes kind of, uh, you know, briar patch spikes right, kind of right, thing. Right. And yeah, he'll yeah. make them stick out of the top of this corncob pipe. Uh, which is uh, just really interesting. It, you know, it, it gives the pipe this real, uh, you know, d- demented look, <laughs> which is kind of kind of funny. But um, one thing he does is he puts this uh, coating. He calls it his proprietary uh, proprietary monster mash coating, and it's a. It, it almost makes the pipe bowl look like it's made of kind of this uh, weird. Uh, you know, gnarled uh, paper mache type thing. So it's it's really interesting, yeah. And and it's a coating he puts on the outside of the bowl, and um, and then even with the shank, he'll introduce some uh, elements that make it kind of spiky. It's a it's a pipe you probably want to grab by the stem, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, which, which he also customizes. But um, so you've got folks like Oli, uh, and and his website is umpaul dot com. It's o o m p a u l dot com. You got folks like Oli that uh, will also. Um, you know, have uh, you know, other media on on the actual bowl of the pipe, uh, as well as heavily heavily modifying both the stem and the and the shank as well. Uh, again, it'd be hard to find one of those pipes. I know uh, he stays sold out of those quite a bit, but uh, you know, occasionally you can find them on some of the um, you know, online retailers That's and true. things like that. Yeah. So, uh, but again, like just great uh, tradition of modifying these corn cob pipes, and it's something anyone can do. Uh, you know, you're not out a lot of cash except for maybe a can of spray paint and a Brillo pad and a $10 corn cob pipe, you know? <laughs> so it's just, uh, I don't know, it's easy to do and, and a lot of folks do it and, uh, it will take your unique pipe smoking game to a, to a new level. You know, it's, it's one of these things where it, it seems like such a low barrier to entry that I, I kind of want to try it. You know what I mean? You can. You could tonight. I, yeah, you're right. Well, I don't, I'm a little busy tonight, but yeah, yeah. No, I, I want to. Though. Um, and I, it actually it starts getting my wheels turning too. About you know we've we've uh, I'll go ahead and you're, say this on mic. We we've talked off mic before about wanting to do some sort of like pipe carving contest or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And you know the, my only holdup with that has always been that it's so so difficult 
you know, with, with get to, to do something like that on a, on an international level. Oh, um, I see my, where you might be going with yeah, that. Yeah. Like what if we did something like a custom Missouri Meerschaum contest? Like, like, you know, that's not a bad idea. No holds barred, you know, just get as creative as you want to. We've type seriously deal. never talked about this. I, I really, um, I really like that. Uh, I like that idea. We, 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 we might have to do have that. some interesting entries for that. Details coming in two yeah. weeks. That, that gives us plenty yeah, of time. Could, yeah, we'll figure it out by then, right? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There's some accountability. Uh, no, let's uh, let's let's do that. We'll, uh, we'll, yeah, you, we'll you guys we'll hold to, us accountable, and we'll we'll put that together. Have and, to pull that string and uh, see see where the thread goes. Yeah, man, I like that. that. I, I think that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, let us know if you're interested in doing maybe a, uh, a custom corn cob deal. We uh, we could make that a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there you go. There you go. There's a there's a hint of, of something to come, uh, man. What a, what a cool community. Like, I, I mean, I've, I've got to tell you, like, there's just something about this overall that really almost kind of awakens a newfound mm-hmm. uh, love interest level of, of kind of, you know, this subgroup and a subgroup and a subgroup uh, that I really, I, I kind of, I, I want to try it. Yeah. That just, you, it sounds you so cool. yourself could join that subgroup. I, I might, <laughs> I, you know, and I'm, I'm a terrible artist, but you know, I, I feel like it, it might be kind of fun to just experiment a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, very cool, man. Of course, you know, the great thing yeah. is as you, as you take, if, if this has kind of piqued your interest, uh, and you do want to dabble, well, <laughs> we got great pipes to dabble with in terms of customizing. That's right. That's the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. That's right. <laughs> of course, we could talk about them all night. Uh, that's look, we, we talk about them because obviously this is, this is, uh, you know, it's, it's a unique kind of, uh, group within the pipe community that's right uh but you know one of the great things about being able to talk about this brand so much is that we love it so much they make great quality corn cob pipes you probably got several we know many of you do uh and the great thing is you know something like this if you're kind of thinking that you want to you know dabble into this like you know me right now you can get uh, some great missouri meerschaum pipes for a really really great price you know we love the good folks at missouri meerschaum we love the pipes that they've got uh and so you know they're they're great as is they're great to play around with so check them out missouri meerschaum uh, let them know that you heard about them on Country Squire Radio, and we thank them for supporting us as you support them. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Pipe Question of the Week. Pipe Question this week. Yeah. All right, so this is interesting. We got, we got. This yeah, was actually this is a fun question. Yeah, it's, it's very kind, subjective, but it, it, it's good. Well, it, it, so this is kind of the uniqueness of this. Uh, Brent, uh, I'm sorry, Derek Brent on Facebook uh, put forth to the community a, a series of questions, right? And I thought they were interesting. So I thought what I what I would do is actually take these questions and break them into two. Uh, t- turn them into one question, break it into half, and then put <laughs> one half of it that kind of goes together in this episode, and the, the next half we'll, we'll talk about next episode. So this is kind of part yeah, one of uh, this, these pipe questions. Uh, but this, again, comes in from Derek Brent, who writes in, says, uh, how much money do you spend a month on pipe tobacco? Mm-hmm. And this is specifically excluding what you spend on pipes, smoking accessories, etc. And also, what do you spend it on in relation to bulk, tens, aromatics versus non-aromatics, that sort of thing? Yeah. All right, so how much money do you spend a month on pipe tobacco, John David Cole? Well, I think he means you personally, not you, the shop. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was about to say, well, how many zeros do I put on the end of that? Right, yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, the the, and again, that's why I say that this is a really subjective question because everyone's going to have a different answer. Me personally, um, you know, to be honest, I, I I smoke at the shop 
so much. I, I I don't personally buy a lot of tobacco. You know, I, I mean, I smoke what's here at the shop with the, the tins that we have open for sample, and uh, you know, the the blends behind me. I smoke a lot uh, while I'm developing new blends, uh, just to try different things. And so, uh, you know, occasionally I'll uh, order some uh, bulk blends from other folks and and things of that nature. But um, I, so I, I it's hard to answer for myself because um. As much as I smoke, which is you know almost every day, uh, I I don't necessarily buy that much tobacco, <laughs> but but that's a perk of the job. So um, you know I I think for most of our real regular customers that you know are just um, you know super regular pipe smokers that come in uh, here at the Squire, folks that you've heard us mention on the show before, just uh, faithful friends that uh, and and friends that order online through our website too, uh, both. Um, you know, a lot of these folks are two or four ounces every one or two weeks. You know, it, typically you don't have the guys anymore, at least not that often, that are smoking a pound a month. You know, you, you'll have that sometimes, but a lot of times nowadays they're most, you know, for folks, younger folks that are uh, into the pipe as a hobby and a ritual and things like that, you'll have a, a two or four ounce guy every one to two weeks, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and and typically that can, you know, come in the form of a tin or it can come in the form of, uh, our, you know, of, of a uh, house blend tobacco here at the Squire. We do a lot of both at our shop. Uh, of course, if you, if you shop with us online currently, um, you know, just our house blends are available. So, but, but I, you know, I think for most, um, into it pipe smokers today, folks that are, you know, into the hobby, into the culture and and keep up with it you know from what i've seen a lot of these folks are you know two to four ounces a uh, uh every week or every two weeks so and and that gives you enough to kind of you know get through but you're not overloading yourself on so much of one kind of tobacco that you're stuck with it forever you know mm-hmm. uh and, and I, I would recommend you know if you do have a local tobacconist you can support uh you know to to try to try to go there regularly you know try to not you know go there and buy uh, a pound maybe go buy every week and buy two ounces and and that and that way you can kind of see what new is in stock and uh you know meet some new people and and it just increases your opportunity to interact with those folks so so that's uh that, so how much does that run like how much would that typically run them though well i mean at, at a shop like the squire you know yeah i mean i i guess the question is how much do you spend so at, at a shop like the squire you know a two ounce uh you know pour of tobacco i guess is anywhere from seven to you know eleven dollars so uh kind of anywhere in that anywhere in that range so you can do the pour of tobacco is that it i I don't know i just said that because i i I had a brain lapse well you you you, pour it into your little measure into the into into the bag into my ancient scale that's and then you pour it from there so yeah pour of tobacco i don't know if that's correct or not but uh way way of tobacco whatever (laughs) anyway um yeah so you know again you've got um, that tobacco got weighed man it got weighed <laughs> uh, so, you know, you got uh, tins and bulk blends, but, you know, typically I think on average folks are, you know, every couple of weeks are spending, um, you know, on on uh, at the Squire, you know, if, if it's four ounces of tobacco every two weeks, you know, that's a, a typically about a, you know, 15 or $20 purchase. Okay. So, yeah, right. fair um, enough. Tin tobacco obviously be a, be a little more expensive. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, and the funny thing is I'm a terrible person to answer that question as well, because I, yeah. when it comes to tins, I typically... You know, it, it. I'm very much kind of an impulse buy when it comes to tin tobacco. Well, and a lot of people are. Yeah, yeah. And when it comes to kind of the 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 local blends blended uh, right here from the Country Squire, right? I've got, I've got a unique relationship with the owner. Yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> like, it, it, it's hard for us to answer that question. It's you know? one of these things. You'll give me like a bag of tobacco from time, not give, but in the past, right? Before. Before August 8th. Before August 8th. Of this year. You used to give me like a bag of tobacco from time to time. Right. That I would now sell you for a nickel. That you would now sell me. Right. Uh, but, but, right. but one of those things was back in the day. <laughs> this episode sponsored by the FDA. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by for sure. Right. Uh, but but uh, anyway, back in the day, that used to be the case. And so yeah. much to the point where yeah. I had so much Country Squire tobacco that... Like it was up in the cellar, and actually, like when I went to Grand Rapids, I gave most all of it away. Yeah, actually, I was like, actually spread spread the wealth it's around. Like I'm never going right? to be able to smoke all of this if if I keep on opening it. You know, in, in these kind of uh, quantities that I am, then then it's not going to go. So, yeah, as me as an individual, not as a member of the Country Squire, as an individual, right? I gave it to friends. Good. Right. I just want to make sure it's clear that I do not work for the Country Squire. And this was not the country squire giving that tobacco away. I still think what you did is probably illegal. But anyway, go ahead. <sighs> <laughs> we live in a brave new world, Bo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's, Man. 
Pretty wild. But anyway, that's kind of my uh, that's that's kind of my take on that. And, and and I you know I think it's important to kind of hear what I'm saying and that like you know most of our folks that I think you know regular semi-regular pipe smokers you smoke uh, you know maybe once a day or once every couple days but it's not an all day kind of thing um you know it's uh you know two two ounces or four ounces every couple weeks that's that's about where people land i brought it to grand rapids i put it in front of people to show them and then i came back and i think i forgot it and they they stole it it. they stole it did they yeah they they stole those grand rapids pipe smokers i know you know who you are (laughs) enjoy it enjoy it all right great Great question great question like i said that's part one we'll have part two next week so be sure to check out the podcast next week for part two of that pipe question of the week quick Quick fire fire with with the squire quick fire questions all righty ladies and gentlemen quick fire questions coming in this week from this pipe good buddy pylorn's over there uh, Pi Lawrence is the, uh, you know, if, if, you, if this might be a little trivia, if you're kind of a new listener, our, uh, our beautiful logo, the pipe mic was actually designed, uh, by Pi Lawrence. Pi Lawrence did the logo. He a did lot the of people, logo. uh, for, forget that. Yeah. But we've got this, uh, beautiful pipe mic logo that he was, uh, you know, uh, gracious enough to, to do for yeah, us. Yeah. Hashtag never forget. We much love to Pi Lawrence out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so y'all, uh, y'all, y'all let him know. Also check out his app too, the pipe tool. Yeah, uh, which, that's right. Yeah, which is available for your smartphone. That's right. All right, quick fire question from Pylorn. Here we go. Star Trek versus Star Wars. Star Wars. That's There's not even a competition. I, for me, I don't have an issue with that at all. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yep. Star Wars all the way. Uh, plasma versus LED. And I got to tell you, when I first wrote this down, I was like, plasma yeah. versus lead. I don't I don't. I know, right? I don't like, get it. Yeah, I, I, you got to get the lead out. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, pl- I, I have to go with plasma. I don't know the difference. Oh, do you not? Only for, but just plasma sounds cooler. Okay, so if I'm remembering this correct, because I remember when I bought my plasma TV, right? I did a lot of research on this. LED is actually better quality, okay, but plasma is cheaper, okay. As am I, therefore, plasma it plasma is. it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, vinyl versus CD. Uh, vinyl. I I I don't own a record player. I don't know if I have a working CD player, including in my vehicle. Right. I mean, I don't. I, I cannot tell you the last time I used a CD. What if you had a vinyl player in your in your car? Someone probably. Has That's done an that. untapped market right there. Someone has probably done that. Oh my god! You know, someone has a vinyl player. That in would their be car. amazing. Well, should we release Country Square Radio on vinyl? Like the early episodes on vinyl? Let's go to the next question. All right. <laughs> I haven't even answered yet. I haven't what given I, my my answer yet. I, you chose vinyl. Vinyl. Okay. Um. But wait, do you even have a vinyl record though? No, that's what I'm saying. No, I own you just a like few. The idea. I own a okay. few, but I actually don't own a record player. But um, like I said, I don't even know if I have a working CD player. Yeah, you know, CD, <sighs> vinyl will always be very much kind of this timeless uh, medium. Which I mean, I, look, I, I I was too. I, I that happened before my time, but yet I still appreciate vinyl for what it is. CD is just a kind of a one and done. It's it's. I got CDs. They're all scratched up. Yeah. So, I mean, like, if we're talking vinyl versus, like, digital, then digital all the way. But if we're talking vinyl versus CD, then it's vinyl because it's timeless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and finally, pointer versus lap. This is difficult for me. Now, my dog is a spaniel. Skip. Sorry. But but, but she she hunts like a pointer. And, and so th- there's this way it, it's interesting. And actually, a lot of folks will not call Britney Spaniels Spaniels. They're, they're actually their official name is not Britney Spaniel. It's just Britney. Uh, and that's because the, a lot of folks call them a Spaniel because they look so much like Spaniels. But but actually, they're just Britneys. And that's because they hunt differently than Spaniels. They right, hunt right, right. Uh, more like a pointer. And so my dog will constantly just, you know, go around and stare at things in the yard. So I probably have to go with pointer, although it's hard to turn down. Like, I mean, it, what what dog is more American than like just a just a big old lab? You know, I, I don't know. I I'm, I think I'm a little bit more towards lab. I remember we were doing all this research trying to figure out what dog we were going to get, and then of course, you know, we got a complete mix of everything. Yeah, Hans fifty seven. But right. I, I don't I don't even think that uh, Isley. I don't think she has any pointer in her, but I do know she has lab in her. So I'm going to go with lab. Okay. Yeah, that'll, that'll work. She was a lab experiment. Because waka waka. <laughs> That's terrible. It's so lame. That's, that's the worst. <laughs> Look, if you got quick fire questions, let us know. Send them in CSR at potisteri.com. Before we get into listener feedback this week, all of those pipe questions, uh, again, turn in by Pi Lawrence. Another part one of two. That's he right. actually sent us a, a long list. He actually did it in two rounds. And when I say he sent it to us, what I mean is 
Uh, he submitted them to the the forum that we have set up at thispipelife.com. Yeah. So yeah. If, if you haven't yet done so, we want you to check out thispipelife.com, sponsor for this show and a awesome online community. Uh, I've really come to appreciate like having it as kind of like a, a place to go for for information and, and, and seeing kind of some of the back and forth of uh, people discussing different tobaccos and different pipes. And, uh, you know, obviously it's it's a great tool for us in terms of getting you guys. That's right. Engaged. Being kind of a hub to be able to collect that feedback. It's well, it, really it, great. It's a good resource for people, and I think this pipelife dot com it it gives folks an opportunity both to you know kind of explore what other people are doing oh, yeah. and, and getting into with pipes and tobacco, but but also just ask questions. You know, I love their ask a S- expert area where uh, you know folks can kind of tap into that and. Uh, you know, it just all these questions, a lot of, you know, the stuff that we talk about uh, on our question of the week, uh, you know, these, this is where this comes from. And so, um, you know, if you do have, you know, something that either, you know, one of us or uh, other members of this pipelife.com uh, have interest or feedback on, like, uh, you know, you can get help really quickly. You know, you've got a lot of dedicated members there. So um, get on there, um, you know, explore it, explore the forums, explore the social media and just all the, uh, you know, great uh, interactive stuff that that's on there. And, um, of course, if you sign up for this pipelife.com and enter the code CSR, uh, you not only um, help our good sponsors there, but you also help uh, help the show. Yep. So do it. This pipelife.com code CSR when you sign up. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, now listen to feedback. Yeah, man, it's got some good stuff too on Twitter. Oh, absolutely. The Twitter, yep. man, the Twitter, y'all, y'all have been I mean, it's great. Blow it up, man. It's great. Y'all have been awesome. Actually, uh, uh, Scott uh, Beidler, Beidler, Beidler. Bieber? Really? That's not it. No. <laughs> Surely not. No. Uh, but Scott over on Twitter has said uh, the pipe tool would uh, let you know how much you've been spending on your tin. So another great use for the uh, the pipe tool app, of course. Yeah. Developed by uh, my good buddy of the show, Pi Lawrence. Uh, Mark VV asking a great question. Uh, he's being a little nosy. What's in the jar that you're... Uh that you're smoking. I, I, I think he's, oh, talking, he's, about he's talking about that jar. I think he's right talking here. about that jar. What is that? Somebody left this. Blending mix number two. Uh, oh, that's Chris McCollum. Yeah, so we had a um, we had a blending class here recently, uh, sponsored by uh, Lane and uh, Scandinavian Tobacco. Chris Group. wouldn't mind if I take yeah. it. Yeah, oh no, he actually left it here for folks to uh, folks to sample. Oh, so, did really? Uh, so we had a blending class and uh, that we've talked about before on the show, and we had about. I don't know, 16, 17 people that came and uh, made their own tobacco blend. It's really cool. We got kind of a rundown of each each tobacco and uh, had the chance to blend and try each other's blends. And so Chris made this blend. He's proud of it and wanted to bring it to um, to share with the folks. So, uh, yeah, if you're in the area, it's at the shop and come have a pinch. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. that was one of those things. It was uh, left here on the... Uh on on the on the tobacco on counter. the bar and I, I just right. forgot to take it down. So there yeah. you go. No, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the joys of tuning in for the live shows, you get to see uh, you get to literally see everything that's going on. That's it. We got a uh, Facebook uh, message in from Alec. Now this was in response specifically to the discussion last week about uh, samples and what can you call samples? What you know? That's right. Obviously, they're not samples <laughs> anymore because they're not free. Right. So that's right. how do we develop some new terminology? What, what did uh, what did well, and and we'll talk more about this in episodes down the oh, road. Oh, we got actually. tons, yeah, tons and, and we're really excited about that because there's a lot of good material there. But um, Alex says uh, I had an idea that I think would be great for brick and mortar tobacconists in light of the ban of free samples. Uh, regular customers could buy a sample card for a predetermined cost. Oh, I like this idea. Uh, yeah, I, I do too because it means buy. Uh, every <laughs> this is shameless. Uh, every time you try a sample. Uh, one of the little bowl illustrations on the card is punched. That's a good idea. Uh, when all the bowls on the card are punched, it's worth a 10% discount on any purchase over a particular amount. Uh, what do you think? Personally, I would like a sample of Cherokee. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Something like that to kind of incorporate it into uh, you know, a loyalty program really is what you're doing. I, I, you know, I think that's a, a good idea for uh, brick-and-mortar shops like, you know, like us to explore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, Got to figure out something to do. No, I think that's such a great idea too. Like, um, uh, you know, just a prepaid punch card or something like that. Yeah, that, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, and it takes it because the really, you know, look a little bit of, a little bit of spare change for the shop. No, nobody wants to complain about that, but it's more the convenience <laughs> factor, right? I mean, it like, is. That's, yeah, that's really what it comes down it to. It is. Yeah. 
Um, so I, I dig that idea. Yep. Absolutely. Also on iTunes, we got in a review from uh, Al Bay. What does Al Bay say? Uh, uh, mentors. I started listening to CSR a couple months ago, and I can honestly say it's the best podcast I know of. I have learned a lot about pipes and tobacco from Bo and JD and think of them as my pipe mentors. Uh, I look forward to every episode and can't let a day go by without listening. I'm addicted. <laughs> man, uh, dude, thanks. Thanks so much, Al. That's uh, That's awesome, man. <laughs> Thank you, absolutely we're glad we're glad you're addicted to it man the best podcast i i'll, I'll I, I wanted to frame that one that's awesome thank yeah. you so much for that feedback yeah <laughs> um i you know i'm getting a kick out of here because i'm seeing that eric over on twitter just tweeted he said that bo's corny jokes are amazing ah, that's so lame i see what that's you did there so lame. <laughs> this is terrible uh yeah a lot of a lot of great stuff coming in on uh on twitter uh our friend uh part-time try hard on twitter uh, asks uh, what kind of pipe I'm smoking here. And I mentioned it earlier, this is a pipe uh, given to me by a listener, uh, Mark VV, who's actually actually tuned in live uh, tonight. And um, this is a pipe, uh, it's called a Prince of Wales pipe, uh, made by Savinelli. Uh, and this is not a pipe in production anymore. And I don't know why, because it's, it's gorgeous, but this is the rusticated version. It's a Prince. Uh, just, you know, a we did, we did an episode on the, uh, the pipe on the shape, formally right? known as Prince. Yeah, that's right. Right, right. Formally known as Prince. Formally known. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it, of course it, it's a Prince of Wales series from them. So instead of a regular, uh, length, uh, stem, it's got a really nice, uh, long lucite stem that, uh, has some, uh, kind of marbling through it. So, so anyway, that's, that's what that is. Uh, we got some folks, uh, tweeting in saying they're cleaning their pipes. Uh, kilt, our friend kilted pipe guys, uh, uh, doing a little pipe restoration work while he's listening. And um, we also had uh, at Pesky Prussian, he mentions that uh, most refer to modifying corn cobs as uh, cob foolery, which I like. Oh, cob foolery. Cob, yeah. We might have to, that might be the name of the episode. Right that could there. be. That, that could That could be. Yeah. yeah I, I yeah. was trying to think of what made the most sense, but yeah, I like, I like cob foolery. <laughs> uh, our friend uh, at the Mango Times, I, I love this. He, uh, ending a long day of dentistry, uh, listening to the podcast with the cob and some Orlick Golden Slice. Uh, chalk one up, y'all, for a dentist that is a, uh, that is a pipe smoker. Uh, and, and we have several, actually. There's tons. Yeah. Look, there's a lot in the medical profession <laughs> that actually enjoy pipe. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Actually, we need to at some point do another Heroes of the Bowl because, uh, someone who, I've tried to debate whether or not they would qualify as a hero or a villain. Yeah. But considering at the end of the series, they were more of a hero. Yeah. Is uh, Dr. Kelso from uh, Scrubs, the television series. Okay. Yeah. Big pipe smoker. Yeah. Big pipe smoker. So at some point might have to uh, do, uh, here's the bowl on that character. You could see that. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, man. Great. Uh, great stuff. Good what, feedback. What a, what a great show we had tonight. Uh, of course, a couple of things to remind you of from the top of the show. We've got Pipe Culture episode coming up shortly That's about right. uh, pipes and pets. So if you have a pet, if that in any way inspires you to share a story or some thoughts, by all means, write it, send it into the show, CSR at Potisteri, uh, Facebook, Twitter, lots of ways to get in touch with us. We'll talk about that in a second. On October 22nd, Make your plans today. Be in New Orleans. NOLA. A lot of fun. It's going to be great. We've got more details coming out in the coming weeks about that. Go ahead and uh, RSVP on the event page that we've got set up on the Facebook group. I've actually made it so that now when you go to facebook.com slash country square radio, it is the first thing that you should see uh, is the event page for that. So uh, that'll help us kind of get an idea for how many people are going to be there so that we can get an idea of what venue we need to actually have it at. And uh, and so the more the more confirmations we get, the, the better we'll be able to, to plan. That's it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of one of these things. You, know, you can't look at you can't look at what we do as like some, you know, this this massive organization. We're, we're just two guys. It's just us. It's just us. <laughs> so, you know, part of this is it's it's almost like it's like a family reunion, I yeah. think, is kind of the spirit of what we want to do. This exactly. With. Right. And so and part of the family reunion is like, well, we're kind of all figuring it out. And so come figure it out with us. October 22nd <laughs> should be a lot of fun It'll in New great. Orleans. Yep. And uh, and yeah, I think that's all I've got. Uh, that I wanted to remind people of. Oh, and no live show next week. No live show next week. Very right. important. So if uh, if you tune in for the live show, of course, we always love that. But uh, next week, we will not have a live show. But you can keep up with us lots of different ways during that time. Uh, you can, of course, follow us on Twitter. At Squire Radio is the show. I'm at The Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole. Or you can get us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. And, of course, all that contact information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, man, dude, I had fun tonight. I kind of want to go paint some corn cob. I know it's not that hard, you know. Look, man, like I'm, I mean, I'll, I, I can go buy a 
can of paint right now for four bucks. Look, part of my off the grid There's nature. There's a whole wall sitting over there with corn cob pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of my off the grid nature right now is I'm about to go on a little trip with the wife. Yeah. And we're not telling anybody where we're going because no, that's good. I you don't want to be bothered. Well, but I'm all, I'm I'm, I'm going to be working at the at the same time. You know what I mean? It's oh, like so lame. I know, but I mean like it's kind of part <laughs> of it. But uh, but it's one of those things. Of course, if you if you know me, you know exactly where I'm going. <laughs> right. No. Come on. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like one of these things where you know we're 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 trying to get ready for this trip and everything, and it happens right when uh you know a new video game's coming out so i can't play that <laughs> now i got this itch to like go and buy a bunch of missouri meerschaum pipes and paint them up and do some research on like what kind of paint you use yeah yeah dude i'm i'm feeling this kind of like artistic modified corn cob contest i i'm, I'm I, I think it's got legs i think i think there might be something there i yeah. think that could be a lot of fun i think it's got legs All right, and I, i'm sure our friends at missouri meerschaum would uh would love it yeah let's talk to them about that <laughs> let's, let's see what, what might come from that all right yeah sounds good well hey let's go have a night see you brother listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.